0: And wakes up. Steph, Abby,
1: and Matt on B105. Hi everyone, you've downloaded our podcast.
0: That, that's,
2: oh, that's, yeah. sound, that's what it sounded like, wasn't it? That did sound like oh, a yeah. Yeah.
1: can I get a oh, yeah. Wait, If I say that, you're supposed to just do it back. No, no, no you have to say, can I get her? That's what I did say. Oh, did you? I thought you just went straight to the hi. Oh, yeah. I actually could have, but still. <clears throat> it usually happens. Like, wow, already a oh, yeah. Calm down. <clears throat> can I get a hi? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Benny's <laughs> still doing it. Yeah,
3: he's doing it even more. He stopped it because I said to him, "Mate, it sounds like a poo noise. It doesn't. It sounds like something else." But I didn't want to tell him that. So um, okay. I said, "Don't do it because it sounds disgusting. Stop it." And Fair I didn't enough. know where it came from. Didn't realize it was a. It was on Fortnite, so that's mm. how he knew it. Um, but since you brought it back up, then he started doing it again.
1: Well, we did it on on the show, and you might have heard it in the podcast a few weeks ago. Heaps of people were ringing up to mm. do it. Mm. And a lot
3: of guys. It's mm. a gas thing. Yeah.
1: And I was disappointed to find out that apparently people ring the producers, and they say it to them on the phone, and then they don't put them through the studio. Because yeah. how many
3: can you have a... Hmm.
1: I'm just saying if people, if you get on I would take through once to the a week. studio. Once a week, I think it's acceptable. Yeah. Once a week. And if people want to just sneak it in, like if we're like, hey, tell us your story, and they go, can I get a higher, <laughs> And then tell your story, mm. I think that's fine.
3: We have been a bit snorty lately, which is not, that's a, that's a good thing, but you know when you laugh so much that you sort you of you end up snorting? Mm, yes. We've always said it's so embarrassing, so if one snorts, all need to snort. Yes,
2: we all snort together.
3: But it is funny if someone's listening for the first time and you're like... <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll go, what? <laughs> what the hell? Why did they do it? Friends who snort together, stay together. That mm-hmm. is true. That's what we
2: always say. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: today's show, it was Good
2: fun. show. We had Ooh, George we Colin Barris. I Hadn't yes. spoken to him. It was like talking to an old friend. I hadn't spoken to him in years. I like Harley Breen. Harley Breen's always good quality. Yeah. yeah,
3: He's a nice guy because I feel like I can talk to him about anything.
2: He's one of the nicest like guys in comedy. Yeah, but
3: he's also very intelligent. He mm. never gets offended with stuff. Mm. I just feel like I think we could be besties.
1: The difference is he is intelligent, but he's not a stuck-up, mm-hmm. like some comedians, you know, where yeah. they, they
4: well, start yeah, with like that that being people funny, funny.
3: People that are truly intelligent aren't funny about it because they don't have to prove how intelligent they are. No, mm.
2: Started That's here. Right. I think I was at his first gig. Harley Breen? Mm. At B105 mm.
3: or in Brisbane? Stand-up. Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 Did you pay to get free tickets? No, I think it was MC. Oh, you were getting paid. Mm,
2: mm. Hey, look at you he go. He was the most popular stand-up comedian for a while.
3: Cat posted about that. But it's really rude to ask about, oh, no, not that. Oh, right. <laughs> but to ask, it's rude to say about free tickets. You shouldn't be asking for free tickets.
2: Yeah, not at this stage. No. No. And then
3: I felt like going, did you get free tickets for Charlie and the Chocolate Factory?
2: <laughs> she did.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but she didn't ask oh, for. Oh, okay. She yeah. said don't yeah. get free tickets. Right, <clears> yeah. yeah. But if you yeah. get them. Yeah. Hey, everyone loves a freebie. Uh, because he was a virgin.
1: That was the end of that story. Oh, because so all of his gear was around being a virgin? No, all the female comics wanted to sleep with him. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no. When you said he was really popular, yeah. I thought you meant like people loved his show. Oh, okay. So How old were, was he? They were trying to pop his cherry. 20.
5: Oh,
2: God, I hate
1: that 20 somethings. He was religious. Oh, was he? Mm. Saving himself.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm.
3: Maybe he still is. Did you hear about Guy Sebastian? He's
2: got two kids. <laughs>
1: No, maybe it's still religious. <laughs> Have he's we married. done a paternity test though?
3: <laughs> uh, I didn't realize Bella, the girl who won The Voice, do you know she sings in the same church as Guy Sebastian?
2: Yeah,
1: the Hillsong. Did not know that.
2: No, like mm. actually
3: in the same church. I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah,
2: right.
1: She revealed it after the fact.
3: Not just in the same religion, like mm. denomination. I'm talking
2: about. Right,
1: name. they actually go together. Mm. I didn't know that.
2: No, I didn't know he's still Hillsong. Mm. Well, whatever church she said Hillsong. Oh, okay. So I just assumed. No,
1: he's at a spin-off, mm. bill song. So you got confused,
2: <laughs> and
3: it's founded by
1: Trent, <laughs> and
2: she's his support act now.
1: Yeah, they're going on tour
2: mm. Mm. when he
3: does go on
1: tour. I hope he's all right. Have we checked on Guy? Yeah, he's all good. He's good. He'll be fine. Uh, alrighty, uh, big show today. Stick around. Here's the
4: podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105.
0: An off field program which inspired Richmond to an AFL premiership. Emma Murray knows firsthand the power of the mind. Emma Murray? Emma Murray.
4: Emma Murray. Emma Murray.
3: I went into an Instagram wormhole because there were uh, some top names, people that really tie up in their profession, most of them Richmond players, but I don't want to talk about that. We'll bypass that. Yeah, Yeah, bypass that. Uh, Talking about someone who has made them top of their game, and then I found this lady online. Her name is Emma Murray. She's the founder of High Performance Mindfulness, but it's not just for elite athletes. Mm. It's for everyday people in the workplace, so I thought we might be able to learn something. Emma, good morning. Good morning, guys. What is a, I mean, a mindset coach?
6: Yeah, so I work, well, as you said, with elite athletes, but also students and corporate executives. And and I help them get their attention and focus into the moment so that they can bring their best in that moment.
3: Because one thing I loved following online is that a lot of people talk about this and you go great you've had like a really blessed life how do you even use it when you've gone through tragedy but you have had a, a son who had an injury and I wonder how you guys as a family have overcome that and had him thrive
6: yeah you know that's an interesting part of my story really because I studied mindfulness very traditionally and a lot of people listening might have heard of like mindfulness based stress reduction or maybe they've given it a go which is all about becoming present so that you can reduce stress and promote relaxation has a lot of meditation involved Mm -hmm. and about five years ago um my son only a couple of weeks shy of his 14th birthday he went to the beach with a few friends and jumped off a pier Mm. and he broke his neck and suffered a spinal cord injury that left him no feeling or movement from the chest and shoulders down, left him quadriplegic. And it was in that time where I had to really look at my own mindset and how I was showing up. And I needed to find a way to bring my best despite the stress, despite the chaos, Mm. despite the uncertainty. You know, my husband became Will's carer. And so I found myself having to be the primary breadwinner for children. You know, it was a time where I had to be present and I had to bring my strengths to the moment, but I couldn't reduce the stress in the environment and I couldn't get into that state of relaxation, but I still needed to be able to have the right mindset. And from that, you know, I started looking at how I practised and how I used those tools. And at the same time, Richmond Football Club was coming off the back of a horrific 2016. Mm. And so I would go from the hospital into the club and and back to the hospital again. And I would start sharing with the boys the tools that were working for me. And I was sort of blessed because in football, you share a mindset tool with them and then they go and put it into play in a game on the weekend and you get real life feedback from that. And um, so the tools sort of grew from
1: there. So what are the tools then?
4: Yeah. Right. Or do you have to to pay pay, pay for
1: that or or, how does this work? No.
6: You know, if it was simple to get present, we would all be present, right? Mm. And, you know, when I talk about that challenge of spinal cord injury, I quite often look at what we're all going through with this pandemic and think we had a dress rehearsal because we all of a sudden, with spinal cord injury, were isolated and we were locked down, you know, with this injury and Will lost all his connection um, through the normal ways of connecting with people, so at a time where we are in chaos, getting present is really hard. And for people just to say, "Oh, be present, be grateful," seems simple, but it's like, "How the hell do I do that?" Mm. And so, high performance mindfulness, because it's come out of an environment where I'm teaching young boys predominantly in the afl environment and other athletes and now students is a very step-by-step process and effectively that process is around um what i call having an a game and a b game so our a game is when we um are fully focused on what we can control we're bringing our strengths to the moment and we're bringing our best to that moment but we also have this b game where well, we're very stuck on all of the stuff out of our control, the what is, the if onlys it's not fair, why is this happening, what if that happens? You know, we're re- replaying things that we said that we shouldn't have and things that went wrong, or we're sitting there thinking, I've got so much to do and I'm looking at my to-do list. So we're not present at all in that B game. And the biggest challenge is, is actually catching that B game. Most people are going through their life in their B game because of the way we are wired, because of our mind-body connection. They've got no idea. And they just think that's that's become so normal for them, and it's become very habitual for them. And so it's about being able to catch that. You know, for me, my B game is very victim orientated. It's very you know, poor me. This is not fair. I'm you know, not getting enough support. We have to shift out of our B game in the thoughts we have, but also the feelings we have. And this is a big thing that people miss, and uh, it's really hurting us.
2: Well, I'd like to say uh, good job and keep it up, but you yeah, keep on helping Richmond beat us. So, uh, if you hey, hey, just... hey,
1: they didn't make finals. I mean, I don't want to talk about that, <laughs> Emma. But, you know, yeah, hey. No, no, no,
2: no. Good <laughs> on you,
1: Emma, the founder of High Performance Mindfulness. We can check you out on Instagram. Thanks for your time this morning.
4: Thanks, guys. Stab, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105.
3: I had my black silk mask in my bag and it was dark. She could hardly see. Hardly see. Was it a mask? She could hardly see, hardly see. How the hell's this always happened to Abby? It is true. I don't know why it always happens to me. But the problem is, it's not that it happens to me, it's that I share too much with you, Maddie. You've been obsessed with this story because I made a bit of a boo-boo on Sunday no, I, night, and you're me, like, your "How Honor. can
1: you be so silly?" Excuse me, Your Honour, I have not been obsessed with this. You told me the story, on and air. I said, "I said hilarious." Yeah, let's. And then I made you tell it on air, and everyone—it's given joy to the week. I don't
3: think it's been joy. It's like people because I—I have had. So on Sunday night, I went to the Lions event. I'll be honest and say that we were enjoying a few champers, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I was talking. It was dark. I just want to defend myself here. It was Mm. really, really dark. And I had a a black G-string in my bag. As you do. As you you should always have spares. Yes. Or you've taken it off. Yeah. And I went... It
1: wasn't a spare one. Tell the truth. The court court wants the the truth. I was taking photos next to skinny girls, and I was having
3: lines because my G-string was cutting in, okay? Yes. So I decided to take it (laughs) off. Ash, can you support me on there? Yes, I support. Thank Take them off. Yeah, thank Take you. Em <laughs> <off>. oh, <it's laughs> the Take singer,
5: them off. It's not the Masked singer, guys. Take them off. Take off. That's a show <laughs> I can get behind. <laughs>
3: but then I went to the bathroom and I was talking and I grabbed something out of my bag, a quick grab, and I was putting them on and I was walking to the bathroom, which is a long walk to the toilets from mm. the convention centre. Mm. I said hi to one of the waiters, lovely guy, and I couldn't put it on right. And I was, I was like, what is happening? And then I was like... Oh, my God. And I went back to the table and changed it over.
1: Right? So you reach into your bag where you'd put your G-string, you are taken off, and you're I... using it as a mask. <laughs> and
3: The reason I want to defend myself is because I have a lot of friends like you, Manny, that have found this ridiculously funny when I said it to their, their wives have told them that I am getting photos mm. from men... <laughs> with their partner's underwear on their face. And there's been Started a lot a trend. of them. And I'm, I'm, I'm ready to make a montage. I'm warning you. I mean, I was like,
2: doing
1: this before COVID, I'll point out. <laughs>
3: they're like, it's easily done. And yeah. I was like, no, I don't think you understand. If I looked at it, I'd see. But it was just a grab.
1: It was a grab. So it was in the bag and you were obviously in the dark. You just grabbed for it. So we're going to test this out this morning. <laughs> we've got um, our producer in here, Ash. And we've also got Stab ready to go. You have one of your G-strings. And one and a I've face never, mask. Can I can't I haven't worn it today. I just, to, I just want to. I don't want to make this creepy.
3: No, I just no, no it's on these it.
1: creepies you make it. This is just well, purely a science it. experiment. Okay,
3: they're brand new. Yeah, they're brand, brand new. new. Thank you, Ash. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How sweet. many
1: times have we been told that before, Steph? No other guys <laughs> ever seen these. <laughs> Um, Never.
3: <laughs> <laughs> sure, they haven't. Sure, right over. whatever. It's just always wear matching. Yeah. Anyway, uh, okay, so this is just, <clears> you got one grab, okay? okay? One grab. One grab, you can't like fill around. And just, I'm showing you that the string of the mask is the same as these Bond's cheap string ones.
1: Okay. So, Ash uh, is just going to put her hand straight in, straight into the handbag right, and I'm just nervous. pull it out and see what she gets.
4: Uh, uh, oh, G-string! Oh, sh- <laughs> okay. I mean, that does feel like a face mask. Right. It does. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Stav, your turn. <laughs>
1: I never disputed your story, by I'm the just way.
4: Just saying, this is,
3: uh, this is probably the worst thing we've ever done, isn't it? And we've done a lot Not of that
1: things. Okay, so I don't look. I just grab.
2: You
3: just grab. You are just chatting. Have a few drinks. Woohoo! Put mm-hmm. on my mask. Oh, oh, we got the mask.
2: So disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> Come around and give me a go.
3: You can't feel. The you mask to... is
2: filthy, by the way.
3: That's Maddie's.
2: Oh, your mask—it's got foundation on it. It's yeah, Esther's. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I can guarantee okay, that these sure. do not. Just one feel, okay? <laughs> the G-string's not answered. So. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Stop. Sorry, we have a rule if you haven't listened before. If one person snorts, it's so embarrassing when you laugh that everyone needs to snort. Okay, so this is the decider.
2: Mm.
1: I'm just going to put my hand straight into the bag, see whether I pull out the G or whether I pull out the face mask. Hey, got the G! Got the G!
3: It's easily done. Easily
1: done. Easily yeah. done. So
3: if everyone can just stop their photos, I am enjoying them, but don't put it on. Don't. I'm not putting it on. Are you going
2: to ping it at someone?
1: <laughs> I'm going to
3: fling it like oh, a last band obsession. across you the You know what? We- For your birthday, I'm going to get you a packet of G-strings because you seem obsessed with them.
1: Good catch. <laughs> 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 Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> Don't try and pin this on me. I'm not obsessed with it. You're the one who wanted to defend yourself today.
2: Yeah,
3: because I'm just embarrassed that it seems like why... It,
1: you're right. It does always happen
2: but to it, me. If, but it if was you think about it, 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 you've quadrupled your amount of masks you've got. Mm. Mm.
1: And g strings. Start wearing your mask down there and see what happens. That's true. You haven't done the other way. No. No. Do you remember the... Gra- <laughs> what did I hang it to? <laughs> I don't
2: know. Anyway. <laughs> You're the one telling the story. It'd be worth a shot. One cheek, one cheek. Yeah. <laughs> Do
1: you remember the radio thing? I don't know it's just me. There used to be a No Undy Monday when I grew up on the radio and everyone would hang their underwear off their aerial and the Black Thunders would go around and give prizes to people who had their underwear hanging off their aerial on a Monday morning. I've never heard that before. Was it only in Gladstone?
2: Were you he- high? <laughs> You would have you'd you done your But you were like, ears. how
3: old were you when you were driving Black Thunders? And no, your mum
1: used to drive you no, around. So when, you and
3: your mum were driving no, around. No, no, no. It
1: was when I was going to school, I can remember hearing it on the radio. That's how old it was. And everyone just wore no undies on a Monday. Yeah. Well, I guess so. The, the, everyone had their underwear hanging off the aerial on the car, and you'd win a prize if you have <laughs> got caught. So, cool. not just Monday. <laughs> <sighs>
2: Does that never rhyme. Didn't
1: that, that never happened on B one hundred and five? Not that no. I recall.
2: No.
3: If anyone else can remember it happening, mm.
2: thirteen ten mm. sixty. Uh, it sounds
4: like a small town thing.
2: Waste of Mars. Oh. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> Fine.
4: Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five.
1: This is the Mask Singer. Who are you? This is one of the best shows on telly by far. Last night the mask came off. This man. George, Colin, you got some pipes on you, mate. Yeah.
7: You know what? Listening to that, actually, it just makes me cringe. <laughs> oh, George, Jesus, that was a, it was uh, wow. I'm I'm quite relieved this morning. There's no doubt about it. I don't have to hide it from uh from my kids anymore. Um, uh, so yeah, no, definitely relieved.
3: We're hearing it. This must be the most uh, difficult contract because everyone is saying that they never told um husbands or wives. Mm. They just yeah. just to sneak out. They must really mm. have it uh, tight
7: well it was it was a tough one cuz I, to, I had to go to sydney for for 2 weeks mm. um so you know in saying that i was you know, i'm also shooting another show but so i could i could refer to that as the project i was on um but look you know last night on the couch with our trackies on and <laughs> to see the reaction on my kids and then i sort of just dawned on seeing their joy and happiness mm. but then thinking well geez right now especially With everyone that, those that are locked down and those that are doing it tough at the minute, you know, especially those young kids that are really struggling, can't be at school. If this puts a bit of joy into their lives at my expense, great.
2: (laughs) And we were talking about this. There is a bit of a rumour. So you said you were down in Sydney for it because uh, um, some people were saying that maybe because they're in masks, they weren't actually on set. Like Vinnie Jones might have done it from overseas. Um, But that's not true. They were all there.
7: No, well I definitely was i don't know i can't uh, I can't uh, comment on for them because you don't really see anyone um, mm. you, 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 you walk in you don't see um, you pretty much don't even know where, where, you know five minutes before you get there you you're sort of covered up obviously to to keep the the, the, the i guess the, the secret is that that's the, that's the most it's really important mm. so yeah look no it was definitely an insane experience and one that pushed me out of my comfort zone like I've never would believe.
3: Were you nervous to be back on TV because we, you know, we it's so public, um, George, of what you went through, um, mm. you know, going through the courts um, with yeah, incorrect yeah. payments and, and I guess the other two doing a TV show and you not being a, a part of that after um, MasterChef. Was it, were you nervous going back on TV and how the public's going to take it?
7: Oh, look, I'm not one to, to focus on what other people think. I've mm. always been one to always, you know, I, I put food on the plate that I believe in, I I opened restaurants that I believed in. I got teams together that I believed in. I focus on what I can do and how I can um, be, be a, a, a force for good, a, you know, a, a, to, to add change, to add happiness and joy. I mean, that's what a chef is, really. Mm. Um, so, you know, nervous. I was actually more nervous about walking out on stage and, and forgetting my words. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that was probably the, 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 the big thing for me.
2: Did you have to concentrate on not bouncing because that would have given it away? You were very, always very bouncy oh, on the. <laughs>
7: well, yeah. Un- well, unfortunately for me, you know, the the costumes about I don't know it would have been about thirty kilo. I mean, I lost five kilo in a week just from the <laughs> mm-hmm. the utter stress of being, you know, having to sing. But you know, they're like now, yeah, George. Yeah, you're singing, but you also need to dance. You can't just stand there like a like a doorstop. Um, so yeah, it was definitely uh, it was definitely a, 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 an extreme challenge, and I was. You know, I'm just chuffed to be able to get through the other side, and as I said, you know, put some put some smiles on people's faces. Mm.
1: What's the other show that you were filming while you're in Sydney?
7: Um, I, I'm shooting a show called uh, it's a documentary style cooking show called Hungry. Um, so it's uh, twelve episodes, and uh, I, I can't confirm exactly uh, where, where what it's going to be on, um, but it's really exciting. It's a very, very, very cool show that sort of is. You know, it attacks issues. We talk about some real honest truths and we all, and we cook. So it's a, a really, it's a ripper and I'm pretty pumped about it. Yeah.
1: yeah, right. You should get on TikTok. You know, there's heaps of people cooking on TikTok at the moment. I'd love to see you on there. Matt's
3: obsessed with it, by the way. He's the only one <laughs> oh, on the show that's
7: obsessed. Oh, Oh, there you go, Matt. Well, that's nice. So, <laughs> that's uh, nice. As, as, as long as you're getting some tips from it and some take homes mm-hmm. and some, and uh, you know, you're smiling when you watch it. But I, but I will definitely look into it,
1: mate. You, you you might laugh, but I covered myself in Cadbury Dairy Milk the other day and said, "This is what turns women on." It's had nine hundred and sixty-four thousand views. Oh, He's refreshing. Wow. All the time. It's, um, yeah. I'm, wow. about, I'm about to hit the mill. So uh-huh. if you want
7: to, just out of interest, how's the diabetes going? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, haven't it's, it's the the I haven't had the test. Haven't had the test. So I. I don't know. I'm one of those guys, George. I don't know if you're the same. You, you just don't want to check
3: your cholesterol. You don't want to check your health. If you avoid it, you're,
7: if you don't go to the doctor, you're as healthy as you think you are. <sighs> I know, but and that's the thing. Especially someone in you know my field, where we're tasting and eating all the mm. time, and we yeah. love love food. Yeah, you just got to get tested, dude. You want to, and also just maybe you know exercise, which is always something I struggle with. Uh, well, I love t- it when
2: you are him to get up
7: TikTok.
1: <laughs> and he's just giving you health advice.
7: Oh, done, <laughs> well done, well well George. Done. Well
1: done, George. Well done. <laughs> hey, uh, mate, nice to talk to you. It's nice to see you back on the telly. You did a
4: great job thank there on the
1: show. Um, uh, thank you for calling through this morning.
7: Appreciate it, guys. Have, have a wonderful Wednesday.
4: Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105.
7: Tom Flegler and Jordan Ricky were playfully wrestling before things took a
0: turn for the worse. Oh!
1: We know when boys get together, there can be trouble, especially if there's a few drinks. And we know the Broncos are out of the NRL because we're rebuilding for a killer season next year. Watch us. Here we come. But yesterday, um, news broke about our Brisbane Broncos that there'd been a fight between Tom Flegler and mm. Jordan Ricky. Mm. That's on Mad Monday. There was yep. blood. Um, yeah, Mad Monday, which they were having on a Wednesday. Oh. But you still, call, you still call it Mad Monday. Mm. Um, or Wicked Wednesday. I don't know. Um, hey, hey, it's Saturday. <laughs> now on a Wednesday. <laughs> that was not good. That was well, ridiculous. Was that? That, was, that was ridiculous. Yeah. That annoyed did. me so much. Uh. Um, so the news has gotten out. One of them was bleeding after an altercation. Of course, that is reportable news. So the club's put out a statement from the two guys, and they've said this. We were out last Wednesday night and got in a wrestle that went a little wrong, and Jordan ended up with a cut on his face. <laughs> We went our separate ways that night. I gave him a call the next day to sort it out. It was silly, and I apologise. We've agreed to keep our wrestling sessions to in-season from now on. (laughs) See, So what I think's mm. happened here, by the sounds of it, is you've got two boys who are on their holidays, Mm. had a few brews, had a wrestle... In the park, as guys do, me and my mates, we do it. You wrestle? Well, you and I have also have had this conversation about who we think would win in a fight between us. Yeah, yeah but you me. guys
3: don't seem to wrestle like just randomly. Mm. But I, I mean, when I hear this, I think what's happened is someone's obviously uh, they've wrestled. Someone's drew blood, which mm. is the whole oh nah, bro, that's too far. Not the fans, and that's why they were like, nah, it's too much, and got into a bit of an argument. But I just, I. I just know that my boys, my sons, wrestle non-stop. And when that's happening, I run in and I go, can you guys call it? And my husband runs in and joins in.
1: Stack's on. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Mm. And I was just like, do you have to? But he still wrestles when he's with his mates. It's like, oh, yeah, run, jump. It's like, what? Just say hi. Hi. No, yeah. how that's we how we how we do it. Yeah.
1: We used to, when um, me and my mates used to watch UFC fights, if we were at someone's house, at the end of the fight, we used to have um, choke-out competitions <laughs> to, see, to see who could last the longest without tapping out, mm. which I don't recommend doing.
3: We used to get so annoyed that the boys doing it at school, they, they used to do stacks on mm. the whole time, mm. so yeah. we decided that our girls would do it, mm. right? Disaster. I said, do stacks on gently. Why did you have to do it like that? You actually, you know, you did hurt my face.
1: (laughs) No, stacks on. When you were the person on the concrete and you heard stacks on, you started to cry. Yeah, I did. Because you're like, I'm not breathing for a minute here. Claustrophobic here. here.
2: It was tear. I'd wait and then I'd jump on top. Why do you do it?
3: (laughs) Why do grown men still play fight?
1: To assert dominance. Because we never grow up.
3: I think that's probably a little bit it. Because I remember saying, like, am I I kids ever going to stop? And there was a 54-year-old man who contacted me, and he's a twin, Mm. and he said that he, last Christmas, had a wrestle (laughs) with his brother on the front lawn. Mm. It got too hectic. His mum got out a hose and squirted them down. One of them was like, what are you doing, Mum? And left the Christmas because they were so annoyed that their well, like, mum got out a hose because they were just wrestling.
1: Like two dogs that got stuck yeah. together. Yeah. <laughs> Turned the nozzle onto the highest setting. <laughs>
3: Get off
5: him! <laughs> so
1: they were forty, they were 54 and they're still wrestling. Yeah, it's sign of affection. It is for men, I think. Mm. You, do, you wrestle, one, you want to win, mm. but two, it is men don't hug each other. Mm. That's maybe the way we hug.
2: We what? hug and then we fall to the floor. And <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why don't girls wrestle?
2: Yeah, you should. More often. I'm um, all for it.
3: There's the dress situation. Mm. Um, don't want to get hurt. Um, we Hair. hug. We hug. Ruin your makeup. Um, I don't find it as enjoyable to get hurt. I don't like to turn around and go, oh, oh
1: look at my, oh, swollen lip. That's funny. See, that is a bit of a badge of honour for a guy. Mm. Black eye. Who doesn't enjoy a black eye?
3: <laughs> mm. I just, I just know that my brothers grew up just wrestling, and they still do it. And well, now I've just got boys that do it nonstop.
1: Thirteen, ten, sixty. Are you an adult who still play fights? Mm. That's what we want to know this morning. Um, I've given up play fighting with my nineteen-year-old because he, he beats, beats me. You. He foot stomped me in the kitchen once, and I thought he'd broke it. And I went, that's (laughs) embarrassing. I can't go to work and be like, Ethan broke my foot.
2: I still (laughs)
0: wrestle with Raws. Raws loves loves a good wrestler. Yeah,
2: Jenny in Manly. Your husband does?
4: Ah uh, yeah, Abby. There's no hope, <laughs> unfortunately. I've got two teenage sons, nineteen and fifteen, and uh, my fifteen-year-old recently broke his father's rib oh, wrestling. God. Oh,
6: That's good it. on him! So the dad yeah. still gets the,
5: You're on him, indeed.
1: Wow. Was he okay? Was your husband annoyed or proud?
4: Oh, he's ecstatic, because when he was a teenager, he broke his father's toe. Look at <laughs> that.
5: Wrestling.
3: Oh, the, the circle, circle of life. He, yeah. he
4: had hold of his toe and turned him until his
3: father tapped out and he broke his toe. <laughs> oh, Jenny, do you still stand there going, guys, gentle, no, come on, stop. Absolutely, yeah. Abby. Mm. Yeah, but my boys can't even wipe the dishes
4: without turning it into a tea towel flicking yes. fight. They just...
3: Yep, what is it? I'm just like, can you just do one talk? And then someone gets a no, the towel they and they wrap Hunt it over the other like, person's head and tackles no. them to the floor. I'm
2: like, yeah, it's how World War Two yep. started. It's just a play they fight. <laughs> it's just a play fight. Then Hitler got him in the arse with the towel. It's like, it's <laughs> all.
5: Thanks for at least understanding.
1: So Abby has her head in her hands. You are, you yeah, are hearing with, your future here, aren't you? Yeah. with three boys, yeah. Yeah. All right, Anastasia. We're talking about play fights. Adults who still play fight.
4: Yes, um, it's actually me and my dad. We always play fight together. (laughs) I love that. This is your future, Maddie. Uh, Who wins? (laughs) Um, Usually dad, all the time. We hadn't done it for a little while and when I went over to dinner the other night... um, He's like, because he's 50, I'm 23, and um, he's like, all right, let's wrestle it out. And, yeah, like, he still
1: always dominates. <laughs> Wait, well, why do you love it when Anastasia does it?
3: I don't like it when anyone does <laughs> you it. You just
2: said
1: you love that. I well, think it's just nice to hear that, you know, the girls not, are getting amongst yeah, at the same time. Yeah, you know time. that I always
3: do that. that you yeah. kind of go, that's, that's, that's cool that she's getting involved. Yeah. Anastasia. And you know what? He's going to stop asking when he knows you can win, Anastasia. Yeah. <laughs>
4: I've been going to the gym a lot lately, so I thought maybe I would um, be stronger than him this time, but <laughs> <No. laughs> when have been the... doing it ever since I was a kid, yeah.
1: so... When he's in the nursing home at 90, just sneak in and choke him out and be like, finally gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> that's my plan, that's
4: my plan. <laughs> I
3: like it with Anastasia, because it doesn't sound like she does it 24-7.
1: Right, okay. Uh, it's like, ours have to do
3: it in the supermarket, yeah. or just walking to the school gate, mm. or just all the time, in the car. Mm.
1: Is it worse though for you when the boys are doing it in public and you see all the people walking past Mm. looking at you? Like, "Mm, glad that's not me. Oh,
3: I used to care, but now I just step over them. Mm.
1: Just tell yourself wrestling isn't real. Oh yeah. (laughs) If you close your eyes and can't see it, it doesn't exist. (laughs) Hey, Alice, thirteen ten sixty. We're talking about um, adults that still play fight. Alice.
4: Yo. Yo. You play fight. (laughs) Yes, me and my best friend are the queens of play fighting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How does it start, Alice? Do you do a little bit of a like a knock? What it does it start like? Or it usually starts like we just look at each other, and then like one will like usually it'll be like a box slap if, if we're in public, and then like that's the end of it. Like we're gone. <laughs> Where's the, where is the most crazy place you've ever done it then? Um, like the beach one time we got into full-on wrestle and someone had to break us up. Another time we got into full-on wrestle and like our 40-year-old boss, Ended up trying to break us up, but she ended up getting rebounded off and like switching her eyelid open on the couch. Oh. It was
1: great. <laughs> I tell you what, if I was sitting on the beach and I saw two girls wrestling, I would be like, Where am I? Exactly.
4: But it's not the normal wrestler. Like, we step back and then we're like, Ronda Rousey and run at each other. It's <laughs> bad.
2: <laughs>
4: uh, how old are you, Alice? I'm 25. I also have. We both like. She's 28. I'm 25, and we we're both also mums. So like that probably doesn't look as great either. But like it's so good. I don't understand why no other women are doing it. That's
3: all right. You know what? Your kids will be the only ones that grow up not wrestling because they're like, oh, we don't want to be embarrassing, like mums. <laughs> <Yeah.
4: laughs> good on you, Alice. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105.
3: All righty. I don't want to be ungrateful, but I really want to open this to the group. Mm-hmm. What are you waiting on getting done to your house? And I'm talking if you if you are married to a handyman or a handywoman and you've put in a little bit of a request saying, you know, I really need these lights done. Mm. But instead, they've decided to do the garden. <laughs> because I have been waiting on this... I think it's a flyover or it's when you walk up to our house, um, you've got to park in the garage and then walk into the front door. And because he's got a decking, because he loves decking, it's so slippery when it rains on there. So I, he was going to do a walkway and he goes, do you want it mm. to be all covered? And I went, yes, I would. And he asked me that four years ago.
1: So when it's pouring rain and you've got the three kids, all the school bags and the groceries, mm. you've got to step it out. It is so slippery. And get, get just drenched, drenched yeah. getting from the carport. Yeah, and
3: yeah. also if um, anyone's coming in the house and it's been... We're like, be careful, please. Mm. It's slippery. So we just wanted it covered. And he, he's the one that suggested it. So you didn't four want a years, back. Four years have been waiting for it, right? Mm. And he started to do it. And it has been so slow. Even the kids came home and went... What did? What did? It looks the same. We went to school today. He's like, oh no, I painted, and I was like, okay. And last yesterday, I came home, and he goes, I got a little bit of a surprise for you. I was like, oh, this is exciting, and it's not too bad. Like I put it on Instagram. Sorry, my wardrobe's messy. People weren't happy with that. (coughs) Um, but he's put in LED lighting on the wardrobe.
2: Oh, Oh, that's lovely. I didn't ask for it. I'm
3: great. I think it's good, but I didn't ask for it.
2: No, it's it's a surprise. That's what he said.
3: Yeah, guess what? His what? friend came over and did it because he's mm. an electrician, mm. right? And mm. then he went and did some carpentry work at his work. Yeah. Last night, go to bed, turn off the lights. He's sitting there and I went, oh, did you leave the light on in the bathroom? Because it's shining here. And he goes, "Nah, that's the, the mirror. I said, oh, so you put LED in on the mirror as well? And he goes, yeah. And I went, can you turn it off? He goes, no, nah, we hardwired it.
1: What? Oh, so there's no switch to it.
3: There's no switch? It's permanently on. There's this bright light indicating and I was like, dude, he goes, Oh, we'll get that fixed tomorrow. <coughs> so he put a book in front of it last night <laughs> so that it wasn't bright. And I was like, <laughs> And I and the kids are like, You don't like it. I was like, I do like it. I love it. But this walkway mm. that's being built for four years, that would be a priority. Is there something that you've been asked to do and instead you just seem to it's like this procrastination. I don't know.
1: The the problem is I find it easier if you if you get a list of five things that you need to do. Yeah, yeah. And there's the most important thing at the top. Mm. Yeah. But the fifth thing can be completed straight away. Mm. I go for that because mm. I'm like, ah, that's done. I fully completed that job. Scratch it off. And, you know, you do all the little easy things before you get to the important one.
2: Yeah. We've got a door, a sliding door that um, continually falls off the rail. Now, I'm trying to convince Kat to... Just put all the stuff that's behind that door in another closet that works.
1: <laughs> so you can take the door off and just have like an open shelf? No,
2: so we don't even need to open the door. <laughs> 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 so it <would> just be I <laughs> hey, I've got an idea. Why that, door, we- that door is decorative. Why
3: don't you just get it fixed? I, I tried. Yeah, but wait, you- see, this is the thing. I'm quite happy to get someone else in. I mm. said to him, I know a oh, few good carpenters, me, mate, man. and I will get them to come in What's and this? do
2: it. Come into the house that he built and fix something, not on my watch. Yeah.
3: But instead he, he took the week off doing it and you know what he did? Hmm. He he potted plants in the backyard.
1: What a good man.
2: But Isn't didn't but they, they don't
1: out in the sun. Knocking off jobs in this heat. It's hot out it wasn't there. On the, he wasn't even on the list. Oh, it's hot. No, another surprise. And
3: then and then once <laughs> guess, and then once the trees were planted, you know what he said? Hmm. Oh, it needs to have a box around them. A planter box.
2: Well it
1: would. Yeah. It's what you would want. Yeah. Yeah.
2: When you walk in, in the rain, knowing those plants are getting wet.
3: I do like the lights. It would be nice if we can turn them off at night.
2: God, you want everything, don't you? <laughs> no, just... So no, oh, Only <laughs> <laughs> the walkway. That's all
3: That's I it. want. That's
1: it. Thirteen and lights to turn on. And off. 13, <laughs> 10, 60. I remember this with my mum and dad. Oh, God, the fights that they would have. So what are you still waiting on? Mm. What is the thing you actually want that they are avoiding doing for you? Now, this could be anywhere. This mm. could be... You might have asked... Him for a, a new car, like let's go and look at a new car. But he comes home with all this other stuff, rather than just buying you the thing that you need to function. Because I've got this theory that we could do trade exchange. Mm.
3: So, like, I would be like, if they're calling up and they're like, I've been waiting for the, to do the plumbing. I'll be like, that's good. I can get you a plumber. Swap a carpenter. Yeah.
2: You want to yeah. do a husband? This is a long long yeah. road to get to a husband swap yeah. is yeah. what this is. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: Same thing happens
1: if you send send a man off to uh, the shop sometimes and mm. you're like, oh, hey, honey, I need potatoes. They come back with carrots and you're like, they're on special, so I thought we could have carrots instead. <laughs> you're like, no. <"Nice>.
4: Let's <laughs> mash those up for dinner. Yeah. should
1: we Mash the carrots. Hey, Cherie, <laughs> we're asking on 131060, what are you still waiting on?
4: I'm waiting for a PowerPoint to be put into my kitchen mm. and my husband is an electrician.
5: <laughs> um,
4: and instead he's sort of gone and put cabinets in our garage and he's ripping up our, to rip up our garden. Um, it's a five minute job for him. So a year and a half later, still waiting. Mm.
2: <laughs> you, you have that theory too, don't you Abs? If it's what they do, it's gonna be the last thing that they do.
3: Yeah well he's doing cabinetry. Mm. That would be a carpenter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's exactly. like yeah and I think it's as well when they're on the work site and they see other people they're like he's getting paid for that. I could do it. That's easy. <laughs> yeah he joined the cabinet
4: maker and, and helped him for the for the entire day yeah. to do that.
5: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My
1: cousin's a builder and his wife has been asking for things on their house for years and years to get tidied up.
3: Yep. And I know when it gets finished Two weeks before they put it on the market. Correct. <laughs> Happened every time. <laughs> Correct. Every
1: time. Everything she's asked for over six years, he's like, I better get this oh, done. Oh, I then. can't do
3: that, babe. That's going to take too long. Do you know how much it would cost? It's too expensive. No, yeah. you can't do that until you do that. Oh, we're putting it on the market. We're selling it in two weeks. Oh, it will all be done in a day.
1: <laughs> hey, Zoe, what are you still waiting on?
4: I'm still waiting for a toilet to be put in my en suite. Mm. And the worst <laughs> thing is it's sitting at the foot of my bed. <gasps> My husband's a chippy. Yes, I know that. He's not a plumber, Mm. but he won't let me pay anyone to do it.
1: (laughs) But he's leaving it at the end of the bed so you can look at it and get annoyed? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah, You should use it it's there, Zoe. Piling all the stuff up.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's, just, it's just a new ornament in our bedroom. Wow. Oh. And we've been living there for three years, going oh. on four,
1: oh.
4: and it's been there since we moved in.
2: Right.
4: Wow.
1: <laughs> call, call us back when you take Abby's advice. I'd like to know how that plays <laughs> you know, out I'm for sorry, you. Can't
2: I always think it, that when you know. go
1: through the Ikea,
3: you know?
2: You're like, yeah. Hey. <laughs> 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 Kimberly in Red Bank Plains, what are you waiting on?
4: Hi. Hey, so it's actually not me that I'm waiting. On. It's my poor grandmother. So my granddad is a carpenter and built her a wardrobe forty-seven years ago, and she's still waiting for the doors.
5: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> how old's your
4: grandfather now? Our granddad just turned seventy-seven. <laughs> <laughs>
2: She should tell him she wants to be buried in it so they'd have to put doors in it.
4: Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Take the roof off and welcome
5: Mr. Harley Breen!
1: Making it Australia. It premieres tonight, 7.30, Channel 10, and of course you can catch up on 10 Play. Uh, One of the hosts, Harley Breen. Good morning, mate how's it going this is this is exciting we've seen all the the ads up and i was like making it is it some sort of kids show and
3: then i saw that you're involved and i thought no 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 this must be everyone's involved
0: (laughs) (laughs) well listen i would say that it's kind of like play school for adults but the kids can still watch it's fun for the whole family it's the joy explosion that we need uh i find uh nothing more fulfilling than making something with my own hands uh that could potentially um harm my children (laughs) yeah it's it's a lot of fun now it's a
2: a, a, well not a remake but it's based off the one uh from the u.s with um amy polar and nick offerman did you get to chat to them they're both fantastic people did you get to chat to them
0: no unfortunately i didn't but i do like the fact that now i am australia's nick offerman yes and um (laughs) you know nick offerman is uh, i mean a masterful actor and a great comedic actor but he's also a true master craftsman he Mm. He has this um workshop where he makes handmade canoes um and i think i'm very similar i um i handmade a pellet raft uh for my children <laughs> and um didn't put enough buoyancy underneath it and it sank in the dam so you know we're very similar very similar mustache I'd yes say. yes you've got to keep the
2: mustache down yeah.
1: <laughs> yes Cause that's right. You've you've moved from the city and you're living out rural these days. Are, are you the sort of? Are you a handyman? Like, are you ready for that sort of farm life, or are you still learning as you go? Oh,
0: uh, look, I, I I like to throw my hand at anything. Um, I can I can fix a fence, not to keep anything in, but it does look good. Uh, <laughs> and I don't have any animals to take care of, okay. so you know, in that way, I'm not. It's not really farm life as much as it is trying to avoid the populations of mass cities. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, right. So you you'd had enough of living in, in the city. It was more about getting away from
0: people, was it? Yeah, pretty much. Well, I mean, look, truth be told, I went out bush. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Work dried up, I had no money, and I actually have just moved back into the, the centre of the storm, into inner-city Melbourne. So, you know, maybe not making the greatest choices. I have been in um, every lockdown in Melbourne, a lockdown in Sydney, a lockdown in Brisbane, and a lockdown in Auckland. So, Congratulations. Um, so it's you. Yeah, thank you very much. It is. I'm the super spreader. <laughs> Please
3: don't come to Queensland.
0: <laughs> oh, look, I'm trying to. I, I propose this. We build a bridge straight over new south wales
5: <laughs> right
0: we, it, we it, it goes from wodonga no one ever wanted to go to Aubrey anyway and we just we we land straight in the guts of brisbane uh, i think it's a good idea for at least getting my children near their grandparents mm. so that i don't have to parent them anymore mm.
3: yeah i reckon this has been the thing though you know at the start where we're like we're all in this together and now you see that and you go ah we're not it's like we're different countries <laughs> with different states it's like good luck to you
0: well, look, making it will bring us all back together again. Yes, yeah, good, good time. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. You sit down with your family and go, "Oh look, I could paint a thing. It'll make me feel better about the world." Oh my God, that us—you you could be a politician the way you just yeah, that rolled was pretty straight good. back to the show. Then <laughs> let's
1: let's actually try this, all right? Let's—we're yeah. going to just throw random questions at you, and you've got to work back to your, the show what you're actually promoting. You mean, know, what do you true? feel that um, anti-vaxxers would get out of this show?
0: Well, I think what they'd see is that when you have an open mind uh, and a common goal, we can all be unified together mm. um, to create something beautiful, like making it. <laughs> <laughs> How do you, what's your theory on what happened to the dinosaurs? The dinosaurs, well, I think basically it comes down to um, individual creativity. And um, the dinosaur got very stuck. Uh, in its day-to-day life and forgot to open its eyes and explore the world around it and it didn't see the meteorite coming. And if it had just got into macrame, um, then, you know, possibly it could have been saved from the meteorite.
1: Now, very good. Harley Breen here is working every question back to his TV show Making It. I read, um, as you were saying before, you were out of work for a while, um, you started up an OnlyFans account and you were doing some raunchy um,
0: content. Oh, really? <laughs> That's a weird thing to hear. I don't. Uh, I don't do raunchy uh, content, but I do love uh, making things in my shed and posting that online mm. um, to show people that it's it's quite simple. You don't need a lot of tools. You don't even need a lot of skills. Just have a crack, uh, and I think you'll find that on on the brand new TV show starting tonight on Channel Ten at seven thirty. <laughs> making it. Oh, well done. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Emma <laughs> Well, look, she's a crafty person. <laughs> at- <laughs> can bedazzle anything she puts <laughs> on. Um, and you'll see some bedazzling in this brand new show called Making It. That <laughs> I sincerely hope goes for a second season because I have 3,000 children and need to feed them. <laughs> <Brilliant>.
5: Oh, well
1: <laughs> uh, Oh, buddy. Look, we really hope you do make it to Brisbane for some stand-up comedy as well. I think the whole world is needing it and they're especially needing to see you on stage. So looking forward to watching this show as well. Harley Breen, pleasure, buddy.
0: Thanks very much, guys. Have a cracker.
1: Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. There's nothing worse when you're sharing a
3: story with the group and you're at a party and you're like, Do you remember when they used to do this? And everyone's like, No. No. That never happened. Mandela and effect. It, it did happen to uh, Maddie this morning when he was telling us a story. When he grew up, the radio station, and it was at Gladstone.
1: Yeah, 4 C. it was.
2: They the had
3: no undie. Monday, mm,
2: where yeah. you were, which I can get behind that, but then the next jump where you, you took so your underwear So this off. is what it was. So yeah.
1: every Monday morning mm. in the town, the radio station encouraged everyone not to wear their underwear for a bit is there of fun. A reason or just fun? I think I, 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 I don't know okay, why. Yeah, um, and because cars back then had the old school aerial at the front that mm. would that you'd pull up to get the radio. Yeah. You would tie your underwear to that aerial. They would flap along as you drove. And then the Black Thunders would drive around the town and they would give the registration numbers to the radio hosts. And if they called yours out, you won a prize for participating in No, no undy mundy. It's,
3: it's a different idea. And you're like, yeah, yeah, B105 would have done it as well. And we're like, no. no. Well, it's like,
1: I thought it would be similar. It's like the secret sound. Every radio station in Australia but, has done the secret sound. So I just thought... Is did it and no one picked it up? No, I thought maybe they had gotten it stopped. from ah. like the city.
3: Now, you did ask for support. You got
5: one. Hey, you only need, you Kevin, only need one vote to rule Heights. the country.
3: Can you back
5: up this story? I can back it up, Maddie. You're 100% right. Now, it was the early 90s. Mm. What used to happen was it was no undie Mondays, but it was B105s, no undie Mondays. Okay. We used to do it as well. They did it in Brisbane. Mm -hmm. Now, honestly, in the big city, you didn't see too many pairs of undies hanging from the antenna, Mm. but that was the piece. I'm
2: going
5: to
3: have to text. I'm going to have to text. So what,
2: like
1: Jamie Dunn
3: was doing it?
2: Oh, yeah, you'll, you'll know. Uh, or was it before him? No, it was no before him. He started the station.
3: Okay, Jamie Dunn,
2: did you do? It was,
5: it was Jamie. Um,
2: yeah.
5: It was the No Undie Mondays. I remember because I'd be going to school, same as you, in the car with me mother, yeah. and they'd be plugging it the whole way to school. That's
2: right. I remember but one I'd of the conditions of me joining was that it stopped.
5: <laughs> I'd always be looking for all these pairs of underwear on the antennas, but being mm-hmm. in the big city, I don't think people wanted to do it too much. Right. Yeah,
1: okay. Okay. Because well, so, that's what I always wanted. So maybe the radio station in Gladstone stole it from from Jamie Dunn. Maybe. I've sent him a text. He'll so
3: reply back in a week. Or, Wait for
1: it. Or maybe Jamie Dunn stole it from Gladstone. Maybe. It's uh, on radio? Everyone shares everything. Yeah. Do you like the idea? Do you think it would go again? Uh, I don't Kevin You never saw the undies as a kid Should we give it a rollout? Bring back B105's No Undie Monday
5: Hey look You never know You never know how many people Were just you know Free as a bird down there And just weren't brave enough To put their undies on the antenna Oh,
2: That's true That is true Oh
1: look i got another We've got another supporter here Mark You remember it Mark
2: Yes, Ian Skippin, Jamie Dunn. I think it was either Robin Lynch or Robin Bailey. Right. Used to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm, all right. Send her a text. I don't know if the, the aerial, but uh, it was definitely the Jamie Dunn thing.
5: Okay.
3: Hmm. All right. Sorry about
1: that, Manny. No, apology accepted. Well, let's bring it back. I mean, I'm not saying we have to bring it back. I was just throwing it out there. What prize did you get?
2: Bumper sticker. I
1: can't. I can't remember. Mark, do you remember what the prize was?
2: Uh, no, I don't think it was a prize. It was just, just uh, a thing. Just, just a, a thing. thing that I did, yeah. Freedom was the Jamie prize. Jamie Dunn
3: sent me a text saying nah.
2: Nah, mate. Oh. Oh, the plot thickens. Oh,
3: but it could just be his memory. So let's just give him yes, a moment. Yes, it
1: has been Ask a while Agro. for him. I <laughs> oh, so can you put aggro on? Aggro, <laughs> no. There we go. All right, guys. Uh, another one of the great radio ideas we might revive. You never know. Stop,
0: Abby and Brisbane wakes up with Staff Abby and Matt on B105.